You are listening to Purposeful Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Yolanda Postel, and I'm here to encourage you to be bold, step out on faith, and be the amazing woman God has called you to be. Let's get into this episode. Well, hello. Thank you for joining me again for another episode of Purposeful Woman. In the last podcast episode, I spoke about consistency and why it's necessary for you to be consistent if you want to complete your goals um, in any task that you're working on. Well, I had been on vacation and I was in a very peaceful state. And wouldn't you know it, a situation arose that tried to throw me off track. I had to take a moment just to get my thoughts together and step back and just process everything. And I couldn't help but think that, you know, here I was talking about consistency. Consistency is key. And I fall off for a week. (laughs) No podcast. No recordings, no social media, no nothing. But I have to say, I needed that. I needed that time. So I thank you for being patient with me and for um, being understanding why there was not an episode last week that was released. But the situation that rose up It was just something that was completely unexpected in a way, something that occurred in a way that I never thought would. And it, again, it just caught me off guard. It occupied a lot of my time and it tried to occupy my mind, but it did throw me off track or my usual routine. But I said all that to say is I knew that what I was dealing with was resistance. You probably heard the term before because it's something that's commonly thrown around right now. And you might ask yourself, what is resistance? You may not even know what I'm talking about. But it's something that rises up and tries to deter you, something that tries to knock you off course. It could be something within yourself, such as limited thinking. It could be a person, or it could even be a situation. Some call it the enemy. Some call it the devil. I'm just going to sum it all up and just say resistance. But When resistance shows up, it tries to knock you off the path that God has you on. It tries to get you to stop and remain stagnant. And there's so many different ways that resistance can show up. The point is to be able to recognize resistance when it rears its ugly head. One of the most common ways that resistance shows up 
is limited thinking. You may not even consider this to be resistance, but it is. For example, you have a goal in mind that you want to achieve. A project that you're working on or an idea that you're fleshing out. And you want to see it become a reality. But either way, it's something you're working on, something you're planning. And suddenly, a thought pops up into your mind. And it's not a positive thought either. It's one that I would label as stinking thinking. A thought that really just has no place. You may find yourself thinking, oh, I can't do that. Or you may say, why are you even trying? You know it won't work. Why do you want to do that anyway? Isn't somebody else already doing something similar? You don't know what you're doing, so stop while you're ahead. And here's the big one. What will people think? These thoughts, when they show up in your mind, they're all stinking thinking. Something that tries to paralyze you and get you to put what you're working on down and say, you know what? I'm not the right person for the task. I'm not the right person for the job. But if it's something God placed in your heart and something that you can't shake, something that you try to ignore, something you try to leave it alone, but it's still there, then that is probably a sign to you that you need to get moving again. Don't allow resistance to stop you from moving forward. You have an assignment, something that you are meant to do, something that you are meant to complete. But don't allow negative thinking to keep you stagnant. Now, Patrice Washington, I believe in giving credit where credit's due. And I don't know if she's the first one that came up with it, but um, she talked about what if versus what is when it comes to limited thinking. Rather than thinking about all the negative things that could go wrong if you proceed, start thinking about all the things that will go right if you decide to take steps and action and move in what it is you know you're meant to do. Start thinking about all the good things that will come from what it is that you're working on, the fruit of the assignment, the task, the the goal. How many people are going to be blessed if what you're working on works? How many people are going to get to enjoy your product, your course, your book, your song, your teaching, whatever it may be? If you stick it out until the end, what are all the great ways that you'll be examples to other people, even to those in your family, if you keep going? 
How many people will enjoy your unique flair? Sure, there's others that may be doing what you're doing. But again, nobody can do what you do the way that you do it. Sure, there could be a million other people doing what you're doing, but you're doing it in a way that speaks to them. And if it works, if what you're working on really does work, my goodness, won't you be full of joy? Won't you be glad that you stuck it out? So limited thinking It doesn't have to keep you trapped. It doesn't have to keep you stagnant. Get up. Start keeping positive things in your mind. And don't allow limited thinking to deter you. Now, resistance can also come from the people in your life. And unfortunately, it's typically not strangers. When we face resistance, it's often those that are closest to us. Family members, parents, friends. If you're an older adult, it could even be your adult children. You know, for example, you can have someone say something to you and they're someone you don't know. And it just rolls off because they don't know you. But then you can have someone say something to you that's close to you. And it could be some words similar to what a stranger told you, but it just cuts deep because it's from a person that you love. Their words have a different impact and different effect. And so when they come to you with words of discouragement and words of resistant, it can, it can really throw you sometimes. They may come again with words of discouragement, tell you, oh, you can't do it. You don't have what it takes. They might criticize your artwork. They might criticize your music. They may tell you that they don't think what you're doing will work. And here's one thing that happens often, and I believe that parents are guilty of it. And I've been guilty of it myself, and that is projecting fears onto someone else. Maybe they tried something. It didn't work. And they see you walking in that same vein of something that they tried to do. They didn't succeed because they stopped. And so they start projecting their fears, their what ifs onto you. But their assignment in life is different from yours. You may be called to pick up and carry out what they fail to do. So you don't have to fall victim to someone else's fears and someone else's words. A great example is Joseph. Joseph was a dreamer. He had the dream that his brothers would have to bow down to him. And his brothers could not stand him for his dream. 
And Joseph went through all kinds of hell in his life. But one thing he didn't do, he didn't give up his dream. And in the end, his brothers actually did have to come and bow down before him. They didn't recognize who he was. He was in a position of great authority. He was in a position that helped save a nation. God put him in that position. And yes, the words came to discourage him, but he kept the dream. He kept focused on it, regardless of all the different words that were spoken and the things that he went through. So don't let somebody else's words kill your dreams, goals, or plans. If God gave you the task, keep working on it. There are also situations that can come up as resistance. Sometimes that resistance can be self-sabotage. Our own actions can become a disruption. It could be a bad decision. could be a bad investment. Choosing the wrong partner. Trying to take shortcuts maybe quick fixes rather than taking the time to go through the process the right way. And these things backfire. Some of the decisions were may have been made out of fear, but either way, they kind of sabotage what you were working on. So now you find that you have to start all over. If you have anyway sabotaged the things that you're working on, the things that you know that you are supposed to complete, repent. Ask God to forgive you. Take the necessary actions and steps to create things. Take the necessary, repent and ask God to forgive you. Take the necessary actions to Correct the situation. Go back to school if you have to. Get certified. Hire a coach. Don't try to take the shortcut or the easy way out. Do things the right way and reap the right results. A situation, if it's not an internal, a situation can come through Of course, actions of others again and intimidation. When these situations arise, sometimes it's something that just comes up so suddenly. It's like a wave, like a like a tidal wave trying to just rush you, trying to overwhelm you, trying to fill you with fear, doubt, dread. The situation tries to occupy your time and tries to occupy your mind. The situation arises that feels weighty and you begin to feel stuck or trapped. And it's important to recognize resistance like that when it comes. What immediately came to mind when I was thinking about this was Isaiah 59, 19. When the enemy comes in like a flood, 
the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Because he comes in, he tries to rush you. He tries to overwhelm you. He tries to get you in a moment where you're least expecting. But God will always raise up a standard. And when it comes to intimidation, there could just be groups of people that try to fight against you. And you, you're, you're just wondering where in the world did this attack comes from? In the book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah, um, him and the people were trying to rebuild the walls of the temple when they returned to Jerusalem from Babylon. And I believe it's Sanballat and Tobiah were always trying to throw a wrench in the plans, trying to find ways to fight against Nehemiah. And then there was Ezra, who was trying to just reinstitute the the worship when the um, exiles returned back to Jerusalem from Babylon. But they had people rise up against them and people in the community and just all kinds of things that tried to deter them. But God made a way for them. He made a path for them. And they kept moving. They didn't fall back. They didn't say, oh my goodness, this situation is so bad. I can't proceed. No, they kept working. They were diligent in their task. The enemy tried to bum rush them. The enemy tried to come with a situation to to make them give up, but they didn't give up. They kept going. And so don't give up when those attacks come, when that intimidation comes. Recognize the attack for what it is. Get in God's face. Pray. He'll fight for you. And when you pray and when you get on your knees to fight in the spirit, you can't do it empty-handed. You need proper equipment. And what is that? Well, to find out, Read Ephesians 6, 10 through 20 to learn what it is that you'll need. But I will say the most important thing is the word of God. It can cut down anything in your path, anything in your way. So don't allow those situations to make you come down off the wall, make you stop working what you're working on. No, you keep going. Stay on the path. So encourage yourself. Find scriptures, words of affirmations that will encourage you and keep you in the right mindset. As a matter of fact, take a minute and write down at least five scriptures that pertain to encouragement And read those throughout the day. Write down some words of affirmation. Put them on sticky notes. Put them in different places where you'll have access to them. But it's important to encourage yourself. And also keep a positive frame of mind. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. It talks about think on whatever things are honest, just, pure, Lovely, good report, things that are of virtue and praiseworthy. Think on these things. I'm I'm paraphrasing it. I'm not reading it verbatim. 
But again, it talks about the things that you should be thinking on daily throughout the day. So when those limited thinking, stinking thinking thoughts come across your mind, mm -mm. find another way to look at it. Find a way to think on it differently. Think about all the good that will come from what it is that you're working on if you achieve it. Think about all the people that will be blessed. Think about all the people that will be encouraged. Think about all the people that you'll help. Think about all the people that will enjoy your book and get some things that will help them from your book. Think about all the people that will have a new perspective and way of thinking when they take your course, when they listen to you speak. Think about the generations behind you that will be impacted and encouraged when they hear about the things that you did, when they hear about your success, when they hear about how you overcame the odds. So keep that in mind. And lastly, your circle. Who's around you? Are you allowing the Debbie Downers and people that aren't doing anything to speak into your life? This could be family too. Surround yourself with people that encourage you. Surround yourself with people that are either walking in the same direction you are or they have already reached where you want to be. Surround yourself with like-minded um, people that can, you know, you can encourage them, they can encourage you. Don't allow somebody else's fears to be projected onto you. Don't allow the things that they tell you you can't do to stop you from moving forward. No, you keep going. You keep going. You keep moving. Don't allow yourself to be discouraged. You're going to have moments, of course, but it doesn't mean that you're going to feel like that forever. We're human, so there's going to be times where we, we have feelings that will try to get in the way, but we can't always operate off our feelings because our feelings can deceive us just because we feel like Doing something doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Just because you may feel like giving up momentarily doesn't mean that you need to give up. So again, our feelings can deceive. So we cannot necessarily go by what we're feeling all the time. And when you face resistance, you don't have to lay in it. You don't have to stay in it. Dust yourself off and get up. We're human. And in this human experience that we call life, situations are going to come up. Resistance is going to rise up from time to time. But it's how we handle it that determines the outcome. 
I'm not one to give up easily. And I hope you aren't either. As women of purpose and men out there who may be listening in or eavesdropping, (laughs) there will be bumps in the road. That's just all there is to it. We have to just expect them from time to time. But when we encounter them, when you encounter them, You may have to swerve a little to the left. You may have to swerve a little to the right. But it doesn't mean throw in the towel. It doesn't mean stop. It doesn't mean your journey is over. It may be a temporary setback, but it doesn't mean that it's the end for you. So whatever it is, that has challenged you during the last week, the last month, the last year. It's time for you to rise up. Don't allow resistance to keep you stagnant. Don't allow people to discourage you. Don't allow situations to keep you permanently off the path and the track that God has you on. No, it's time for you to rise up. Get up. Keep walking, keep moving. Keep walking on the path that's placed before you because there's people waiting for you. There's people that need you. There's people that need what it is that you have to offer. So don't allow resistance to stop you in your tracks. It's time for you to keep moving and fulfill your purpose. Well, that concludes this week's podcast. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Yolanda M. Postel. To sign up for my email list and receive updates from me, go to movingtowardspurpose.com. Be sure to subscribe to Purposeful Woman on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or whatever platform you choose to listen to each episode at your convenience. And by the way, don't forget to rate and review. To hear each new episode dropped weekly, tune in to queendomglobalnetwork.com on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 p.m. Eastern. And as you go through your week, be bold, be empowered, break through fear, Walk in faith and allow God to lead and guide you.